You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Howdy do, buckaroos, and welcome to Comics My Kids Podcast, the official podcast for the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Matt D, and with me today is... Logan D. Hey, Logan. So here we are in the Halloween season, and today we're reviewing an advanced copy of a book that is hitting stands on November 7th. Oddly enough, it falls within our definition of Halloween books as it deals with magic and witches and mystical animals that you can think of during this time of year. What's the book called, Logan? The Secret of Ravens by John Kekua. It's Joanna Kakeo. Sorry, I need, I'm getting new glasses soon. All right. I promise. Well, that sounds spooky, Logan. Eh, not too spooky, but it has some mystery. Okay. Well, shall we dive into the book and you can tell us all about it? You betcha. All right, Logan. How about you give us a synopsis of the story? Well, before I do, I don't want to give away too much because it's actually not come out by the time of recording or by the time of publishing. So the story starts off, they are in a, they're, we're in a junkyard and we see two people, two twins, going through all the junk trying to find anything that's metal or shiny to try and sell to get a day's worth of food. Okay, now, are these two people, what are their names? Someone and someone. How about Elliot and Eliza? Yeah, that too. I thought you said you would remember this stuff. I remember most of it. All right. Well, what what's so special about these kids? They're orphans, and um, they just look for anything that they can trade for food. Right, because they don't have parents; so they're living on their own. And I want to say they're probably like um, early early teens, like twelve, maybe thirteen years old. Yeah, and then a of one person, they a friend, or maybe from school or something. Comes by chasing a bird and does some magic and catches it with a net. And what kind of bird is it? It's a raven with a weird emblem on its chest. Okay. What's so special about these ravens? Uh, the symbol on their chest means that they'll give you a quest if you catch them. Oh, okay. Kind of like when you play a video game and you come across something that has like a like a, a special symbol to it on it and it gives you a, a, yeah. a side quest on, on your main goal. All right. Well, once the what happens then after the kids find out about these ravens? Well, then they go try it out. They first they go to the library. They read and they read up on some books that teach them about magic, so they now know how to do a bit of magic. Okay. Well, now we should back up a little bit. Is this in, does this all take place in our world, or is it like some kind of like magical land? Uh, I believe they are in our world. Uh, I beg to differ, buddy. It's magical world. They got elves. They've got um, like this this crazy kingdom. So yeah, it's well, not. Really I wasn't set, gonna mention that yet. It's not set in our world. I mean, you don't see buses and trains and and cars and airplanes and roads like we have. It's it's more like a fantasy kind of world set in like a historic time. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the story. Once they, so first they catch their first one, and they their see, first what? they catch their first raven, Okay. they get the quest, and the bird follows them around until the quest is completed. Or what happens at the end of the quest? 
Um, then they like draw something, put the bird on it, give it what it wanted, and it'll teleport away and turn into money. Right. So then, uh, so what do we notice about the birds though after a while? That they seem to be leaving. Okay. Where are the where are they headed to? Uh, they start to head to a big city. Okay. What what's so you interesting about the fact that they're heading to this big city? Well, now that they're getting there, it's harder for the twins to make money, so they start following them. Okay. So they follow them to the big city. What happens in the big city? Then uh, they they meet they meet some people, and then they catch a raven. And this quest gives them a. I'm not going to say what the quest is. It gives them a very, very high-paying one. Right, because they need the, the the raven's money they're using now in the city so that they can live there safely because the city's kind of ruled a little bit with like a... A monarchy. Really, yeah, a monarchy, but not really like an iron hand. They they uh, they definitely don't want vagabonds and orphans running around on the streets. They have a police force that kind of helps clean the city up, and anyone that they, they think might be somebody that isn't going to look nice in their in their in their city they kick them out so to stick around they they try to get uh they try to find ravens that offer more money in their quests and so they found this super high paying one of like three thousand coins mm-hmm. so they do that quest or they go to do that quest but this one's a lot harder than the rest because they need a special spell but in order to do, do that they have to work together Mm-hmm. And one of them slips up on the spell, and the other gets mortally injured. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right. So, not to spoil too much, but now the other one has to try to find a way to help save the one that's been mortally injured. Mortally wounded. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So, the one twin finds help with um, a certain individual in, that we learned we met earlier in the book when they first came to the city and he's trying to help out the twin and hopefully find a way to save the other twin. And I'm, I'm not using any pronouns because I don't want to give away which one is hurt. So. Could it be the guy or the girl? Right. Or are they both guys? No, I don't think they're both guys. Well, no, one's definitely a guy. Yeah. I mean, it's Elliot and Liza. I mean. Well, I thought it was like, I couldn't quite remember the first one's name. Yeah. All right. Well, then, um, what did you think of the, of the story overall, though? I thought it was a very cool story. Okay. Now, it does leave off on a cliffhanger. Would you want to read the second book when it comes out? Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely a mystery built into this. And I think there's one little thing that we, we glossed over at the beginning, but the book kind of opens up and you see these uh, unique-looking individuals who look a little bit like um, dark fairies or dark um, elves running through the forest. And then it, it flash forwards a hundred years later, where we meet um, wow. Elliot and Liza. But what's interesting is that these dark, these dark fairies, dark elves. You know, they had dark skin, they had pointy ears, they had white hair, and they were being hunted. And uh, the one little one, the littlest one, ends up seeing something in the forest that she knows is, is special because it's it heals a lot of stuff, and it's uh, I want to say a black orchid, black or lily, black lily. Yes, thank you, and. Uh, so she goes to grab it, and her her mom's yelling at her because they're being hunted, and she didn't want her want their position to be given away. So there's a nice little little prelude into the story, 
that pays off later on as as you read the read the book. So, so was there anything else in particular in this book that you really enjoyed? Uh, I just enjoyed the storyline overall, and I quite liked the art style. Okay. You know what I liked? I liked the fact that the kids were learning different um, magical spells, and, and they would go to the library and do research and, and to learn how to be able to use these uh, use this magic that's in this in this world. And what I thought was cool is it's not like uh, you, can, you can't just zap lasers out of your hands. You actually need to gather the correct things to do it. Yeah. Like for a shield spell, you only need like three mushrooms or three mushroom stems some leaves, and something else, and then you can make a shield spell. Yeah, I thought it was neat. It definitely has a lot of elements in there, like playing a role-playing game where you have to go through towns or dungeons and gather material in order to get the get, achieve what you need um, to do. So, And I thought that the, art, the author used a lot of bright and warm colors. Yeah, especially when they were in the city and you got to see like all the different buildings and the, the people that lived there. That was really neat as well. All right, Logan. Well, since this is an advanced copy, um, I don't think we want to give too much more away. But uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the art style? What did you think of the art style? Well, I think it's like not your average cartoon because it's got a like, it's got a bit of a like darker colors to it. Okay. Like it adds depth to it. Gotcha. For the, like the yellow of a face, they would add like. Make it a bit of a darker orange to reflect it. Right. I'm going to say that this this book looked had a lot of uh, manga like qualities. Remember the, that uh, book you used to read, Zozo Zombie? How the how the art style was in there. There was like a lot of. Um, it was black and white. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was black and white. And but it was I mean, backwards. The, the art style itself, though, there was like a lot of like big eyes and and really cute faces, and they used a lot of the a lot of like. The background had some detail to it, but it was also a simplified background. So I think there's definitely a lot of, uh, with, like with this book, there's a lot of a lot of manga influence in there. No, well, that book was backwards. Well, yeah, manga. I read it from the right to left. That's because manga is different. Manga is backwards. It, manga's read backwards from European or our, from our style of books. Um, but as far as the art itself, you know, the way that everything was drawn, I'm saying it was a lot like a manga style. Yeah. So. Definitely. All right. Well, how would you rate this book then? Buy, borrow, or bust? Which where does this fall? Buy. Buy. Why you consider? If I could find out where to buy it before it comes out. <laughs> well, I was to say, where what what makes this a buy for you? Uh the art style and the storyline. Okay. I thought it was quite neat. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to say it's a borrow for me. Um, I enjoyed it the first time around. It definitely leaves off a, a nice cliffhanger to where you, you want to read the next book. Um, but I don't see myself reading it more than once or maybe twice. So it falls in the borrow category for me. Um, although I have to say that the storyline does does make one interested in, in continuing the story. All right. Well, I think that's about it we, got for, we have for this particular um, book. Is there any last things you want to include for the Secret of Ravens? Well, if the author is listening, I'd like to get a, a pre-release of the next book. <laughs> gotcha. Well, folks, you know you can buy because, you know, I definitely want to say, let me back up here. Beep. All right. Beep. So Logan says buy, and 
I'm on November 7th, you should be able to buy a copy of this book at um, Barnes & Noble, uh, Books A Million, your uh, local bookstores, as well as Amazon or any place else like that. I'm sure that your local library will have it for you within the, a week of it being released. So that's where I would recommend borrowing it, is supporting your local library. Well, folks, thanks for listening to this episode of Comics My Kids Podcast. Check out more episodes at thecomicscornerbox.blogspot.com. Leave us a rating or review at Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Follow us on Twitter at our episode po- Follow us on Twitter for all our episode posts and news at Comics with Kids. Wait, real quick, didn't they like didn't somebody buy Twitter and rename it? Yeah, it's actually X, but I'm not going to say follow us on X. Okay. Maybe I will say follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, for all of our episode posts and news. There. Happy? Also check out our Facebook page, Comics with My Kids. You know, because I thought it was awesome how the bird, when you wanted to post something, you'd tweet it. Yes. Tweet, tweet. And you can email our show at comicsmykidspodcast at gmail.com and we'll put your name in a drawing for free comics. What types of comics are we getting away? Well, family-friendly books from Free Comic Book Day and some from our own personal collection that we want to share with our audience. We hope you enjoyed them as much as we did. Yep. And you can get your copy of Secrets of Ravens on November 7th at any of your local booksellers or Amazon. I know. I'm just plugging it again. Well, couldn't you just... No, never mind. All right. Well, thanks, folks, and have a great night. Good night. That's it? Just good night? <laughs> yeah. All right. You feeling okay? <laughs> yeah.